0: Hi, this is John Sablon, one half of To into to whole podcast, and Nicole and I are so very blessed that you decided to join us on this journey to improve your marriage, your family life, and your relationships. Now, as a disclaimer, Nicole and I are not perfect. We're not your counselors, and we don't desire to be your spiritual directors. What we do desire, though, is to lend this podcast as an opportunity for us to journey together in holiness and virtue, and to share our experiences of, of marriage and family life and what we've learned, what we've encountered so that it may bless you and your family and your relationships. Now, if you disagree, or if your experience is different, or perhaps if we say something in mistake or in error, you are free to absolutely reject it, my dear brother and sister in Christ. So we just wanted to leave that with you. And we thank you again for your support and most especially your prayers. So please share, like, subscribe, leave us a comment, and let us know how God is blessing you through this podcast. May God bless you and keep you always.
1: look at these eyebrows. There's not a way that I can, <laughs> you know, I can have a pleasant face. Fi- I mean, it just automatically goes like this. And there's no way of hiding it, right? I'm upset, you can see it. And sometimes I like to put my hand up on my hip. We're not going to dip. And
0: we and you dip, we dip. We're
1: not going to dip. <laughs>
0: back to another episode of to have and to hold i'm always accompanied with my beloved bride hi babe hi and uh we're excited for you to be joining us again and in today's episode grab your drink because we are toasting to our differences which there's not a lot of those sure all righty then cheers Wonderful. So we've had some great feedback on um, the, the podcast. so We thank you all for sharing. Um, so please do remember to like, comment, subscribe, let us know your thoughts. Um, but specifically, we got some good feedback on just the temperament. So we hope that the last episode was uh, fruitful for you in your marriage and your relationships. Today is going to be kind of, I guess, building on that um, idea. And we're going to be talking about essentially the concept of how to fight fair. And not physically fight, like, put them up, put them up, Um, but argue Mm -hmm. effectively Mm -hmm. in, of course, marriage, but also just in relationships in general during these. um, How
1: about resolve conflict?
0: Yeah, that's what we're trying to do, Mm -hmm. is resolve conflict. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Let's stick with that. So we're here to resolve conflict. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, and especially in, in today's really turbulent times where we feel or see and witness and experience where there's just a difficulty of people dialoguing, mm-hmm. resolving conflict, just just a lot of chaos and confusion. Um, and uh, that's in just the world itself, more or less in our home. So um, we're going to talk about some just some things that we can kind of think about, pray about, but also utilize practically in our everyday efforts to resolve conflict mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the first thing that seems like probably one of the more difficult things to do is that when you are
1: can I interject of course you can okay so there's a few <clears throat> things that I want to talk about so when you talked about differences and there's not a whole lot of them as if differences are bad differences are not bad in one another in fact if I don't think that if we had if we were the same right well for one I don't think we'd be married if everything was the same. Right. But I think that we have to look at differences in a positive way and that they help us to grow as a person in all facets, Mm -hmm. including spirituality. And so in a marriage you'll see that you're going to highlight another person's um, defects, right?
0: Areas that could be improved. Upon. Right. Yeah.
1: Blind spots. Mm-hmm. And you really can help your your spouse as we're supposed to is not make you, you like me um, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Make me like, try to be like you, but rather how do we grow in holiness and, and our marriage, right? In this path. Mm-hmm. And so differences are not I would say are not a bad thing. The other thing too as you mentioned, you know, outside in the state of affairs, the evil one is is alive and well, and he's everywhere, right?
0: Looking for some someone to devour. Souls Looking to devour. for
1: someone to re- de- to devour. Mm-hmm. Resist him, solid in your faith.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, and how do I know that's evil one? Because he's causing so much division, destruction, and that's really what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He wants to destroy families. He wants to destroy relationships. So we know these things are gonna emerge. We know that we're gonna be tempted. Mm-hmm. And so how do we handle that when that occurs? Exactly.
0: And I think that's key is really just to kind of empower you all with um, the gift of dialogue and how we can approach it because um, make no mistake, as Nicole stated, the, the evil one is working overtime, mm-hmm. him and all his little minions. And the quickest way to get the world out of sorts is to get family out of sorts mm-hmm. and really to kind of um, disrupt um, the nuclear family in that mm-hmm. sense. So, um, so the first thing that we would recommend is something that seems pretty basic but pretty difficult in the context of when you're, when you're uh, approaching confrontation and or an argument, right, is to start in prayer.
1: Right, and that's <clears throat> that's good because it's, it actually gauges, if I can't, if we can't sit and pray together, mm-hmm. then that may be a good indicator that I'm not ready to address it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My thoughts, so psychologically what happens is that if we are reacting in such a way that has triggered a, a fight, fight, or freeze response, mm-hmm then really i'm emotionally flooded and i can't access the part of my brain that i need to access in order for us to really resolve our conflict i'm just not in that place mm-hmm. so at that in those moments instead of trying to force ourselves to try to to resolve something which it, it won't happen it's almost like um those are the times that you're more likely to say something that later on you're going to regret. Mm -hmm. So it would be, I think, um, good judgment to say, you know, I know this is important and I want to resolve it, but I'm not at a place to do so. Let me step away and do some things in order to diffuse this, this strong emotion I'm having. So, um, one of the things I like to do is go into the Adoration Chapel, mm-hmm. and if that's not available, then I like to go in my room and journal, or maybe just go and work out, go take a run or something, something that I can work out the strong, intense emotion.
0: Mm-hmm. So it kind of folded into to kind of two things, right? Is it, You start in prayer, and that's really going to be a gauge mm-hmm. um, of where you are, and hopefully you can do that beforehand. Nicole had mentioned, and maybe you can articulate it even more or elaborate on it, but... Um, just from a psychology perspective, right? They, when you talked about not being able to access that part of your brain, essentially that's going to be more objective, more rational, mm-hmm. um, less emotional. Mm-hmm. And you use an example of the time when you're dealing with your, with your clients, especially your, your, uh, kids that I always appreciate. And you talk about how, you know, this is the part, your, uh, amygdala. your mm-hmm. amygdala and, and which is where your emotions,
1: the fight, fight or freeze reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then this part is, would be your prefrontal cortex, prefrontal cortex, where you're accessing your,
1: this part that you can, it basically emotional regulation, but planning, organizing, Mm -hmm. um, essentially the, the area of our mind or brain that we need in order to resolve conflict.
0: So if you are emotional and you're in that fight, flight or freeze, you've done flipped your lid, right?
1: And you can't access that. You can't
0: access this part. And so you're right here. And so um, that's always just helpful to me. I'm a simple person, simple brain. So it helps me say is if you're at this point where you're here and you can access that part and we can enter into prayer. um, But if you're here, then we need to, as Nicole said, we need to be able to deal with that. So if you can't start in prayer, then kind of really the segue to that is, well, then we need to take time to kind of deescalate, defuse healthy coping mechanisms, prayers. In by yourself, mm-hmm. right? And praying for specifically the grace to be able to resolve this. Um, praying for your spouse, um, whether it's, it's hurt that was caused by one or another intentionally or unintentionally, whatever it may be that you need to address, take that to the prayer mm-hmm. or take that to the, you know, 10K you got to go run because that's how fired up you are about something. But it's just being able to exercise healthy coping mechanisms in order for you to get to that point where you can actually start the resolution process in prayer
1: so here's mm-hmm. the thing if i if i flip my lid I, as we talked about and i'm not at a place that i can talk to you i'm not reasonable at this at this point right mm-hmm. i'm too emotional about it mm-hmm. and i maybe i'm in the wrong but i flip my lid mm-hmm. and maybe i am justified maybe i have a good reason or maybe i have very reasonable points I want to um, convey I'm not going to be able to do that with my my when I flip my lid mm-hmm. on the vice versa now if you flipped your lid and I'm at this place where I can access it and I can be I can make a reasonable argument It's almost like and do do remember the um, Charlie Brown episodes where the teacher was always like wah, 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 <laughs> right yeah. so no matter how how reasonable I am if you flip your lid, it's just all you're taking in at that moment is my nonverbals. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm upset, my nonverbals are not likely, will you tell me if, if I'm upset? D- do I show um, a pleasant face? Or not when so you, pleasant? When you're upset? When I'm upset.
0: Um, no.
1: Right, so, I mean, look at these eyebrows. There's not a way that I can, <laughs> you know, I can have a pleasant face. I mean, the, it just automatically goes like this. And there's no way of hiding it, right? I'm upset. You can see it. And sometimes I like to put my hand up on my hip. We're not going to dip. And,
0: we, and you dip, we dip. We're
1: not going to dip. <laughs> but I do like to put my hand, right? And I get upset. And then sometimes I even point my, extend my finger, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm upset. And my, this is all you're taking in. And what you're saying t- it's not safe right now. We can't, we can't go there, right. right?
0: Non-verbally you're saying. Right. Yeah. right. You could be you're saying safe. whatever you want.
1: I could be now making the most rational argument out of my, the words, mm-hmm. but 90% of the communication you're taking in my non-verbals and saying it's not safe. She is over the top and I'm not listening, mm-hmm. right? The other thing you made, you made a good point though, you talked about if you're in the wrong, mm-hmm. and so I flip my lid and you're in the wrong, The way to diffuse is not to say, dismiss my feeling, my strong reaction that anyone under the same circumstance would have. Mm -hmm. To dismiss me would be the wrong thing to say, and I see that you're upset, why don't you go, why don't you go and walk it off? Why don't you go do something else? Mm -hmm. The best thing to do at that moment is just try to connect with the person. So, the way I do that is again, in any other circumstance, anybody else in the same circumstance would feel the same way. The best thing to do would be wow, I can see that it's upsetting you, and I did. I'm so sorry for doing that, for upsetting you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Meet them where they are in that emotion, somehow showing empathy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. If there's somehow I can put myself in your shoes and feel that. There's sometimes, and we haven't talked about families of origin, um, but the impact of our childhood experiences can impact the way we see the situation. So perhaps I'm not only upset with you, but I'm upset about with lots of different things that happened in my childhood. And that remind
0: you of those. So this specific situation reminds you of all of those Correct. experiences. And Correct. then you bring in, like we always we, we share, you bring in the dump truck, right? Yes. It's like, beep, beep. Beep, yes. beep, and you're just dumping it all into that one specific incident where I may have caused you similar type of hurt. Right. Um, and then it kind of really distracts us from the actual issue at hand.
1: It, however, yeah. the, the thing is, is not to say, well, I'm not responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Again, trying to connect the way you diffuse the emotion is really, is by connecting with them and showing empathy. hmm I know that must be awful. I know that you're hurt. I know that whatever it is, or I can see that you're upset. Mm-hmm. I can see that you're you are hurt, and I don't want to hurt you. I, let's when you're ready, let's talk about this.
0: I don't want to hurt you anymore. If but
1: the but the thing is, is that in that moment, when you're saying I want to, you know, talk about it, or I don't want to hurt you, your nonverbals also have to match that message. Because if you're saying it, but your eyes are like this, what does that tell you?
0: Right, I mean, I wear my emotion on my sleeve, right? mm -hmm. So, and hence the wrinkle that I've got going on right there.
1: And for an extrovert, it's very easy, it's easier for you to do that than it is for an introvert. And so, yeah, recognizing that you do have your, where your emotions, um, on your sleeve so again it has to you have to be really um, mindful of that when you're when you're conveying because otherwise it just looks like like sarcasm
0: okay so let's kind of recap at least those because we started off with starting prayer
1: right. and of
0: course if that's not a good place you're not in a good place so we're kind of branching off to a couple of things but these are really important when we're talking about resolving conflict if you're not ready to do so then we need to we need to somehow be able to break now Think about there's no like sequence of these steps, meaning what you just described is a lot of uh, it, it takes a lot of self-awareness, self-knowledge, self-control, self-possession, and a whole lot of intentional humility and understanding. Why do I say that? Because what Nicole just described is a whole lot of stuff that's back and forth. You've got to be able to understand your own wounds and your own pain. Like I'm not ready for this right now. I'm not at that point. At the same time, recognizing where you're your, your partner may be, right, where your, your spouse may be, or the person that you are in conflict with maybe um, emotionally, mentally, all of that. And it's trying to find a way that we can both exercise humility, both exercise empathy, see where we are, we are and then determine what's the best next step for course of action, yeah, course yeah. Of action for mm-hmm. it so it's not like it's going to be well nope john and nicole said a start in prayer and we got to do this or you know now we got to go off and i got to go run five miles or um wait hold a minute hold on a minute i need to acknowledge your pain and show empathy it's really it is an an ebb and a flow that you each will have to figure out within the context of whatever that scenario may be mm-hmm. does that make sense
1: yeah <clears throat> i think also the other yeah. thing is is that not everyone not we don't both have to be ready in prayer, and to the degree that I'm going to say prayer, I'm I'm not going to lead prayer. Mm-hmm. It's okay that if I am so upset that you lead prayer, mm-hmm. and it's actually a, a you know a beautiful gesture. Can I invite God into this mm-hmm. and take each other's hands? Let's demonstrate. Take each other's hands, mm-hmm. and I know that you're upset, and I see you. I. And, but I want to you know, somehow resolve this. Is it okay if I lead us in prayer?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you might, you know, give me like roll your eyes or your body, right, you might do that. But in, in that moment- And be all
0: limp in your hands.
1: That's good, yes, that's right. Wow. And at that moment, I mean, I could, I have a decision to make. Do I really want to resolve it? Do I really love my spouse? Am I going to let the nonverbals when you have every right to be upset right now, even though maybe I won it if the same thing happened, maybe I won it, but I'm going to honor you and how and where you are right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to move beyond it. And I would say the next thing too is that um, it's nice holding your hands. It's nice. holding yours. Oh, thank you. This is nice. um, so even, you know, in, um, in prayer, I think the, the other thing is, is another step I would say is what's the, what's the goal? What's the, um, you know, the shared goal. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, I want to bring you to God. So in that moment, I'm not, if I'm thinking, Hmm, my, my responsibility is to bring you back to God, even though we're, you know, we're upset right now, this is the vocation of service. Mm-hmm. I really don't think that you deserve maybe my love at this moment, but I know that out of reverence for Christ, I'm going to love you and I need, I need to pray. Mm-hmm. And maybe now you're kind of giving me these nonverbals like you're not there and you, I feel disrespected, but I'm going to make a decision to move beyond it and, and think about my goal.
0: So that this would be a, a specific example of the threshold between love as a decision. Yes. Right, moving beyond the emotion because we don't feel like that. We don't feel it right now. Mm-hmm. But making the decision to, like, we're going to resolve this. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is, we're both committed, and we have to go into that scenario that way. And, you know, letting letting our our body know that our will is in control. That's right. That is, that is Nicole saying. Because, honestly, once you, if you get this part down, mm-hmm. right, then... Because if you think that for some mm-hmm. strange reason you will never argue that... You know couples won't argue that's just it's a it's it's, you're setting yourself up for disappointment Mm -hmm. and a rude awakening Mm -hmm. Uh, you will argue hopefully not um a whole lot of arguments right Um, but you're going to argue and when you do argue it's how you argue that is going to determine whether or not you're going to have really a blessed marriage and be able to resolve conflict appropriately so that i think is a, a great example of that is really crossing the threshold from love as an emotion to love as a decision mm-hmm. that even though I'm not acting um, like I'm not receiving even at that point in, in that example receiving Nicole's love because I'm just my non verbals I'm rolling my eyes my hands are like yeah whatever she's holding my hands she's she's rubbing my hands and I'm not even I don't even want to touch right her and, and and then but but she's loving me through it anyway
1: right. So at that moment, I'm called to be Christ-like. Now, you are too. Mm-hmm. And one of the things... You yeah, know, it I, doesn't
0: excuse me right? or dismiss the fact that I still need to treat you as a dignified child. What's another point that we want to make is recognizing that we're both made in the image and likeness of God. We both have dignity that's inherent to that reality and that we need to uphold that. And as you were saying, that we are being subordinate to one another out of reverence of Christ. Right? So we talked about that in Ephesians 5, um, 21. So... That's the other idea of going into this is like recognize this is a sacrament of service. This is a sacrament of selfless love mm-hmm. that we need to sanctify and purify one another, even when they're not deserving of, or acting deservingly. They're always deserving of it, be, and that's why Christ gave His life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But um, but I think that's really key, mm-hmm. is what you describe. So again, there's a it's an art and a science to some degree.
1: Yeah, I think that. Um, you know in our in our spiritual maturity is is knowing you know again it's using not the lower faculties mm-hmm. right it's really is it's going the higher faculties and, and exerting our will even though we don't feel like it mm-hmm. it does take maturity mm-hmm.
0: right yeah and i think you know we met we say this a lot to especially those out, i know there's some of you that are preparing for marriage right and a lot of people prepare for the wedding day mm-hmm. right? and it's all filled with i mean i know there's stress of you know honestly, the silly stress just kind of, you know, rain on your parade out there, you know, worrying about the, the cake and the photographer and the wedding favors that nobody really remembers, but you maybe, right? But it's preparing for the marriage that because once you're married and that wedding day is done, life hits you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it could be your first argument a week into it when you're you know, got home from the honeymoon and now you got to figure out, wait a minute, I didn't realize this about you with regards to your cleanliness at home or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of lay your clothes out as you walk in the room. I don't ever, Mm-mm. yeah. Um, anywho, uh, there's, so you just got to, this is just kind of preparing you for that, that we are supposed to uphold one another as being made in the image and likeness of God, mm-hmm. you know, which is a huge struggle in today's world, but definitely mm-hmm. in today's family that we're made in that image and likeness and therefore, we have a dignity that we must hold mm-hmm. and ultimately give back and mm-hmm. respect.
1: In, in those moments, you know, where um, where perhaps your spouse is, is showing a, uh, the nonverbals aren't um, necessarily positive, <laughs> I think, and, and so then it makes <clears> it harder <throat> for us to love in those moments because we think we're not, you know, our spouse is not deserving. But I really, what we're supposed to do is imitate Christ. And I think about at the end of life, I I often think I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, mm-hmm. right? I can't think at the end of life, you know, when the Lord looks at those moments and I can't say, well, did you see what, what John did? Did you see how he was treating me? Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's going to fly. I think that the Lord is going to ask me about reassessing my own life, that I had a decision to make. And did I honor my vows at that moment, mm-hmm. despite whether he was deserving or not? Mm-hmm. So, just something in terms of reframing your thoughts, and not whether what so much what John is doing, but more so what our responsibility to do at that in that moment. God will take care of our spouse. Mm-hmm. He has to answer to the same the same sort of questions. So, not to not to do God's work. Just allow God to, to be God. and uh, Yeah,
0: you're not, you're not, you can't, you don't change hearts. God doesn't even change hearts, right? It's, it's just a matter of our own free will to embrace that. And God will worry about the cultivation. We just got to be able to sow those seeds of love.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think that'll speak to it when we witness to that in our own. I mean, imagine the, the witness that you provide to one another, whomever is on the other side of that argument, when you just love them through it.
1: Right. Right.
0: I mean, even, you know, that's a de-escalation technique in and of itself, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm over here, super heated, you know, intense and Nicole's staying down here, I hear you. I understand you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm just, ah, but you're not, you're not really. And then she's like, "I, I, you know, I'm sorry about that. And then eventually, right. I'm going to Meet her. Or if you my like to think. if
1: my behaviors match what I'm
0: saying. Right. Yeah. If, if, if it's in your do
1: right, then it's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah, if it's the oh, I hear you right. and I'm sorry. Yes. I mean, it's,
1: which it's, is good. Mm-hmm. It's good because your tone. Mm-hmm. Your tone has to match. Mm-hmm. Your volume has to match. That's your right. posture has to match. Yeah, and so it's a it's a lot of work, and it's hard, and that's why in those moments we really have to check ourselves, figure am I in a, in a place that I can honor my spouse? If I'm not, then what can I do so then I can diffuse this um, this emotion and come back to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I want to bring us back to the thing we talked about. You brought up family of origins, and we'll mm. probably go into a conversation about a little bit deeper into that at some point in episode, but the The fact that I may have done something that may have triggered a wound in Nicole that brings back what we call the dump truck, right, the emotional dump truck. And so, what, what we, as we grow in our knowledge of one another and in our married marriage, married vocation, and in our relationships with other people, it's working hard to cure the disease, not just treat symptoms. Mm-hmm. So when I know that there's something, I, I'll use a simple example, right? Mm-hmm. If I haven't eaten, how does that work out for us?
1: Yeah, you're you're hangry. I'm
0: hangry. Mm-hmm. I get hangry. Mm-hmm. I'm a work in progress. And there's oftentimes, if we're traveling or we're out and about, and I'll snap, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'll get attitude whatever. And does Nicole take it personal? Mm-mm. Not at all. Um, maybe early on in life, but now
1: there may have been a time.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but now, what's your your typical response? You see this? You see. The symptom is I'm giving you attitude, Now
1: mm-hmm. right? yeah, it's like, get this man food.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the, let's pull the,
1: over to the next ex, <laughs> exit. And
0: yeah. she'll say that. She'll reach over and she goes, all right, we need to get daddy some food. Mm-hmm. Right? And I would be like, yeah, you know, we need to get daddy some food. <laughs> we need to make that in and out stop and we need to just go animal fries. Just kidding. Well, maybe not. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so it, I think it's curing versus uh, seeing the symptom and then like, dealing with that, right? So seeing even with Nicole and the other, the more serious example where I may have done something where she maybe feels dismissed by an action or behavior. Mm -hmm. And that may be a childhood experience that Mm -hmm. she's still working through. Mm -hmm. And that dump truck comes in and it's boom. And I'm going, wait a minute, I didn't even mean to. And I'm over here trying to explain my way out of it.
1: Yeah, justify your justify reaction. Justify
0: my, mm-hmm. justify even my action. I'm like, whoa, yeah. you're, you're overreacting right. and not really trying to exercise empathy and demonstrate, an, a, you know, a willingness to actually go in like a surgeon, mm-hmm. right, and say, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. These are side effects to a bigger mm-hmm. issue, mm-hmm. All right? And as you start to dialogue and communicate and, and spend the time in and examine and mm-hmm. just work through our wounds together as a couple to purify and sanctify one another, those things come to mind. Wait a minute. I see the disease we need to cure here, you know? And then we start having honest conversation. We do it all the time where it's like, you know what? I have that, that's an issue of mine, right? It's a wound I have and this is my reaction. And then we almost start apologizing before we, you know, get upset. Like, you know, maybe I took that the wrong way. Yeah, This is a wound from.
1: Although there's a timing in that that conversation, (laughs) you know, because even though, you know, again, we said at the beginning, you know, our spouses are more likely to see our blind spots. But that doesn't give us the right to point it out in an uh, opportune time. So there's things that, you know, you or I will recognize and we want to talk about it because we want to try to help each other heal. And again, you've talked about in the past, in past episode about um, bringing your wife back to heaven without spot or blemish, Mm -hmm. right? So how do you do that? Well, it's not like pointing the finger, or you recognize there is this this wound, and we're going to address it right now, despite whether I'm ready or not. Mm-hmm. It's more so, you know, that I'd say, um, "Hey, sweetheart, you know, I love you," and, and just kind of gauge like how is he feeling right now? Are we can we have a, a discussion? And he knows typically when I do those things specifically in that way, it's a serious discussion, mm-hmm. and so then you have. When I ask you, then you have the freedom to say yes or no. And I can't be bothered by if you said, no, it's not the right time. I okay, you know, honor. I have to honor him and and walk away. Mm -hmm. Or we can talk about something else until you're ready.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that kind of brings us really to the last point. I mean, there's a lot to this dialogue and conversation and we can continue to to have that with you all. But it's just the respecting of the differences. Mm -hmm. And that includes the timing, right? Um, We talked about the temperaments and my processing time versus your processing time. Um, I may be ready to deal with conflict right now, mm-hmm. and you may not be. You need 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever time frame that may be. And it's really having a respect for one another in those. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go to bed with that unresolved mm-hmm. conflict, and you may mm-hmm. um, be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we I don't we don't recommend mm-hmm. at all. Um, but. It's trying to work towards a greater understanding. And again, that shared goal that Nicole talked about, you know, ultimately, we love one another. Mm-hmm. We want we want the best for one another. Mm-hmm. And true love is willing the good of the other and mm-hmm. doing something about it, right? So mm-hmm. it, it's respecting the differences, though, and recognizing that, you know, um, whether you're reading the nonverbals or recognizing this may be a fam- family of origin wound or... You know what i did it again i didn't follow through and you know what honestly that i've done that three times in the last two weeks
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it, there's still there's a lot of that and it takes um again using your high faculties it takes a lot of spiritual maturity mental maturity emotional maturity to be able to do that and just also respecting one another's differences
1: mm-hmm. i would also <clears throat> say um you know prayer is so important we talked about starting you know in prayer mm-hmm. which is always a, you know good way to start but then also I'd say away from that we've talked about the importance of prayer as couples but individually and if you see something and perhaps your your spouse is not ready to discuss it continue to pray for your spouse with that again you're more likely to see your your spouse's blind spots before your spouse mm-hmm. so if you recognize it just pray for your spouse you might ask for intercess like in there um, Intercession of Saint Joseph, or you know, perhaps another another saint. But mm-hmm. I think it's so helpful, and I remember specifically there was a time where um, there was a disagreement, and I just remember wanting, having the desire to say something at that moment, but um, I think my guardian angel knew it wouldn't be. Um, it probably wouldn't have helped the situation, and so it was almost like I literally felt like my guardian angel you know, put their hand over my mouth and like <laughs> pulled me away. I just felt like this, okay, if, with clarity, with just um, great clarity that the time was not right, and I ended up going to going to my room. And I remember you came in later and we were, you know, we, we were on good terms. It wasn't like it was, um, it wasn't that, it wasn't that contentious, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I remember whatever, I don't even remember the situation, but anyway, whatever it was, it was resolved through just me. Like you recognized it when I just was able to back away.
0: And gave me some time to, to, to deal with it and obviously, you know, in a very spiritual way, right. That could have been, you know, uh, the, the guardian angels intervening at that moment or our you know, saints interceding on our behalf, just mm-hmm. prayerfully to, to let me, allow me to diffuse, process, and then come to a, a rational right, uh, decision on whatever that scenario would have been.
1: Mm-hmm. And I see the other thing too, you know, a question you may wanna ask yourself when you have, there is a contention is, is this gonna matter you know, two days from now, two weeks from now, two years from now, you know, mm-hmm. so on and so forth.
0: Yeah. I mean, those are, you know, if you really want to try to make it as simple as possible or, you know, if, if my spouse was to, if I was to find out uh, my, my spouse was going to be gone, you know, mm-hmm. or have a terminal disease in the next day, would this situation really matter? Mm-hmm. And some, there are some yeses to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, th- their mm-hmm. soul's going to be at stake mm-hmm. if we don't deal with this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a lot of the trivial stuff that we deal with on a day in day out basis, it may feel a lot at that moment, but May, maybe not so much, right, if you put it in that context. And so we hope and pray that that was something that was, again, useful for you, that you can apply and, and um, to your everyday life, to your everyday communication. You know, everything's rooted in in Christ uh, when, when it comes to the podcast and what we're trying to offer. And so if, you're, if you think you're doing it on your own and, and Christ isn't at the center of the foundation, you know, you, we're just not going to be successful without, with, with, without God at the helm. we're we're in for some tough times so brothers and sisters of christ we hope that this was helpful to you we ask again share you know um you know do us a favor right go out there and, and and give us a review give us a rating whether it be on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher um spotify definitely share um you know if you're watching this on our youtube channel share and get people to Um, be exposed to this if you feel that it's blessed your marriage and you know we remind you again to bring your favorite beverage even if it's just some good old HTO, H2O so we can always start off in a Thanksgiving toast so again cheers to all of our differences here in this house and out there in the world and God bless you and keep you always and we'll see you on the next episode